This is Dr. Scott Harrington from veganprimarycare.com. I'm with SoFlo Vegans. This is Sean Russell, founder of SoFlow Vegans and host of the SoFlow Vegans podcast. If this is your first time checking it out, or even if you've listened to a couple of episodes, thank you so much for your support. Go to SoFlowVegans.com to find out more about our organization and SoFlowVegans.com slash podcast to check out everything that's going on with the show. Our guest for today's episode is Dr. Scott Harrington, who is the founder of veganprimarycare.com. This is an amazing website that gives you access to a plant-based physician from the comfort of your own home. We talk about the platform. We also talk about supplements. This is something that always comes up for our, our community, well, supplements that you should be taking as a vegan. So make sure you tune in for that section. And if you become a member on soulflowvegans.com, it's absolutely free. You'll also find pullouts from this podcast, from the video interview that we did talking about specific topics. So that's just one of the many reasons you should become a member. Before we go into this episode, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Hungry Harvest. Hungry Harvest has been supporting us for several episodes now, and they recently also participated in a giveaway that we did. So we're super delighted to have them as a sponsor, and we invite you to go to HungryHarvest.net and use code SOFLOW to receive 50% off your first order. So go to HungryHarvest.net and make sure you tune into the end of the episode to learn a little bit more about this amazing organization. So let's get straight into it. Here's our episode featuring Dr. Scott Harrington from VeganPrimaryCare.com. You are listening to the SoFlo Vegans Podcast. Well, uh, my name is Dr. Scott Harrington. Uh, I'm an osteopathic doctor, which is very similar to an MD, but we work on a, a mind, body, spirit, you know, a holistic uh, uh, mindset and philosophy. I, uh, I'm a family doctor, uh, so I've been uh, trained, uh, board certified since 2006 as a family doctor. And uh, in 2012, I became a plant-based doctor after watching Forks Over Knives <laughs> I'm sure that a lot of a lot of, uh, of the folks uh, uh, on SoFlo Vegans probably that was probably their uh, their gateway drug into the uh, into the community. Um, such a great movie, and 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 what it did was I was I was gaining uh, weight like one pound a year, and in the army they want you to be active and run and and be physically fit, and I I I wanted to turn around my health. I wanted to get better and lose weight. And I tried, I tried to lose weight and it failed. It failed miserably uh, because I couldn't eat small enough portions to lose weight. You know, I was so hungry. Uh, but then after watching the movie, I was primed for the message. I, I saw that forks over knives, I went plant-based and then all my, my health turned around so quickly and my, all my medical problems faded away. And then as a, as a family doctor, I was like, this is great. You know, every, all my patients have to hear about this. So I, I spent ever since 2012 trying to encourage every single patient that I uh, see to be on a plant-based diet. Uh, and of course I work with people who are, who are not. It's just like, if you have a patient who's a smoker, you don't kick them out, you know, you try to encourage them not to smoke. Uh, so, but I, I go over uh, ways, uh, the healthy lifestyle changes with people and encourage people. Um, in terms of my platform, 
I, uh, I just started, I just started my online platform. Uh, I just last week, I, you know, it was kind of like I opened it up and I'm accepting patients now. I've been working online for three years through a company called American Well. Uh, they're very similar to Teladoc, uh, but it's urgent care and, and it's, it's not really uh, the, the focus on the lifestyle. So that's why I wanted to open up my own practice and, uh, and just do my passion, just work on my passion, which is helping people uh, with their lifestyle change. And I've always wanted to ask this question in terms of the physician, the plant-based physician community. Like, are you, is there, do you guys stay in communication? Is there sharing of information? Like, what is, can you take us behind the scenes if there is even a behind the scenes in terms of how you guys work with each other? Well, uh, you know, every, everything's trying, starting to become a little bit more integrated, um, as we, especially with COVID, now more people are going online uh, and, and seeing their patients online. And so, yeah, this is a great time to sort of, uh, you know, technology, technology doesn't uh, always, uh, even though technology exists, people don't always uh, adapt the technology. And so sometimes it takes a little bit of force, you know, a little bit of something to, to, to push you in that direction. So uh, in terms of um, a network, uh, it's mostly people just who their friends and stuff and who they talk to and then the Facebook groups. But I, I in terms of uh, most people are getting their information. They've like been exposed to that movie Forks Over Knives. And you see what I call the vegan royalty, you know, like Dr. Greger, Dr. Furman, Dr. Clapper, Dr. McDougal, uh, Dr. Dean Ornish, uh, who, you know, proved that you can reverse heart disease. Uh, and, and, and so, uh, and then I'm sure in their areas, there's probably local uh, local uh, folks. I definitely wanted to give a shout out to Vanessa Mendez because she is a local vegan gastroenterologist and she's also doing telemedicine. So you can reach out to her if you have a, a, a GI problem, uh, irritable bowel syndrome uh, or inflammatory bowel disease. And so, yeah, she's a great resource. And so the, the network is growing and getting it's getting bigger. And so. Hopefully we'll get more and more specialists on board who do these telehealth visits. So this is something else that has come up in the past in terms of the makeup of that space. Like you said, the royalty, you know, the people that you always see on the conferences and things of that nature. I'm excited to see new faces show up, you know, even just down here in South Florida, there's um, doctors with very specific specialties. You mentioned um, certain gastroenterologists that are showing up within the community. I think it helps in creating a different, a diversity in terms of whether it's you know whether it's um, ethnicity, whether it's where ge geography, you know, where they live in the, in the world, age. I think that it's inspiring to see additional people come to the fold. So that's why I really wanted to speak to you because you have, it's like you're, that, that's that combination of technology and, uh, and the fact that you're a family doctor, that's come up a lot. People just looking for a, a family um, physician and not someone who has a special, a particular specialty. I mean, I think it's creating some depth in what's out there for everybody. So, so what are your, so what are your plans for veganprimarycare.com? Like what are, what's, what are the, some of the next steps we can look forward to seeing? Well, yeah. So, uh, 
the, the good news is right now I'm, I'm just starting out. And, um, it, you know, I, I have patients I know from, from being local here in uh, the Tampa area before, but it, the, the practice is definitely not filled out. So the good news is, is there's lots of time, lots of time. This is all what I've always wanted, you know, lots of time with my patients. I can listen to them and I can hear about all the background and, and, and really flush out the questions that they may have. So, um, you know, really is, is at first I was being held back by the idea of creating my own practice, a brick and mortar, because, you know, I have to hire a bunch of people and I, I just was enjoying sort of the low stress lifestyle, just working online with, uh, uh, with, the, with American Wells, what I did before. Uh, and so there, I, I didn't really want to go into that because I wanted to have a good work-life balance. But now, now just starting out my own practice and seeing all the, the, um, all the support after I put it out, people were saying, Oh my gosh, thank goodness. Thank goodness. You know, we've got, uh, it, I really, I really thought that after all these movies that every doctor would be plant-based and I'm kind of, I kind of can't believe it. I can't, you know, I can't believe it. You know, if they've seen the evidence and they've been exposed to it, it's like, how come every doctor, I mean, this is the only diet that, that, uh, that can cure heart disease and, and cure you from your diabetes. And, and, and so, Honestly, I, I kind of felt like I was like sort of late to the game, you know, even though I've been doing this till 2012. So my, my plan is really to open up my, a shingle and I'm going to, if once my, once my, once I start to become difficult to see because I'm too busy, I'm going to bring in other providers that will be, will all be on the same page. You know, certainly I want a diverse uh, group so that you don't have to see, you know, you can see someone that has it, you know, your similar background. What can anyone that's watching or listening to this do to to support you? If you want to be a part of vegan primary care, you want to have a vegan primary care doctor. You know, I'm, I'm in 42 states, but, you know, it's South Florida. Absolutely. You could just go to the veganprimarycare.com and, and go to the portal or book appointment and, and sign up. Uh, it, it'll it'll ask you to uh, to sign into it's the, the EMR that I use is called Athena Health and it has a portal where people can get their labs and stuff. Um, we schedule an appointment and we'll meet. And uh, um, I, I'm, I'm getting more and more insurance uh, credentials where I'll be a preferred provider on different insurance. Currently, it's only Medicare, unfortunately, because it's taking a long time. But in the next six weeks, I should have Aetna and um, Cigna. And then following that, it should be Humana, Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, several others, WellCare. And so, I'm actually, I'm really upset that that, that prob progress didn't happen faster, but I started it three months ago and I didn't, just didn't realize how long that would take. But uh, you can see me as a consult. Like, let's say you don't want to leave your in-person doctor there. You just want to talk about veganism or a transition or you, you need to get over a hump. Uh, there's weight loss you're trying and you've hit a plateau. I'm glad to help. Um, uh, you can be seen, uh, the cash price is... Uh, 75 for 30 minutes or 150 for an hour. Uh, you can use an HSA card. And then very soon I'll have those other uh, uh, insurance uh, that I'll be credentialed with and you'll be able to use your insurance as well. Can you give us a little bit more about your background uh, for anyone who may be interested in, in reaching out for a consult, your background as a, as a medical professional, just so we, everybody's up on that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really, it's really great that, uh, like you said, with this telemedicine, you'll be able to see lots of providers who have a unique experience, and maybe we share some common experiences. So, I, 
primarily grew up as a military doctor. I went to West Point and uh, you know the United States Military Academy. I became a military officer and um, as a medical professional. And uh, I was active duty in the Army until 2015. Uh, trained at, at uh, Womack Army Medical Center at Fort Bragg, uh, the home of the Airborne. Uh, so uh, I, I was there in, in family medicine. I delivered babies and, and uh, did lots of procedures as a family medicine resident. And then went off and deployed twice to Afghanistan, once to Kuwait. Uh, and so I had, had, a, had a vast experiences doing that. So sometimes out in the middle of nowhere doing care where you're the only doctor around, um, sometimes as a group of, of professionals, it was, it was great. It was a great experience. Um, uh, I've worked with special forces and elite elite soldiers and paratroopers and folks who trained uh, to do like high altitude parachuting. And so I'm a flight surgeon trained with, with uh, you know, dive. I'm a trained dive uh, medical officer. Uh, so I've had I've had a lot of experience, but I don't know if that's the 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 thing that I'm really focused on. Like now, so much I'm focused on uh, on lifestyle change and being healthy and, and um, you know the plant based. I will say I, uh, another part of my career I uh, had another website called Diagnosis where I used personality typing to try to help you decide what was the most effective way to lose weight and you know work with your personality to try to hack hack your your own strengths i called uh, the tagline was skills not pills uh because as a as a as a uh, as a family doctor you feel like a sort of a mini psychologist where you're trying to uh help people along and to help convince them that you know the best you know how, how to become the healthiest well first of all thank you for your service and this you're welcome i appreciate that knowing the background that you have you know you you put you're put in high stress situations and then everything that's going on right now it almost makes sense now you know you finding this route to go to kind of facilitate it's like solution based so i'm sure that you were you're trained to be so i can i'm just kind of seeing the pictures kind of come together in clarity now <laughs> so um yeah because that, that that is interesting because you've had you're not the first person i've spoken to that has had that military background that you know transitioned into having living a plant-based lifestyle do you feel that that has played any role in the way that you are personally living your lifestyle on a um, on plant-based that sort of training yes yeah I, I i think so you know every experience that you have um you see your life through that the lenses that of the glasses that you wear um it, in the military, there's all walks of life. Everybody's there and we're all on the same team. And so, uh, you know, that was, a, that was really cool. You know, we're all, uh, and uh, I got to, I just got to be a big, big part of lots of other providers and we're at, uh, you know, PAs, nurse practitioners, nurses, medics. And, uh, and we were, like you were saying, we're real solution-based. There's a, a big community in the elite soldier group where, they're looking for anything that will give them that edge, and uh, it was kind of uh, it was kind of hard, you know. I have all these like really tough, you know, like elite soldiers, and, and I'm like, you know, you really shouldn't be eating all that meat, you know. And, and so <laughs> I, I've had to try to uh, transition some of the folks who are the like the 
the hardest, uh, uh, most forceful opposition toward this sort of the plant-based diet. And, uh, and I was getting, I was getting some of these folks who are, you know, to like take their, uh, take their uh, performance to the next level uh, just simply by, you know, changing to a plant-based diet. And, uh, and, and that was, that was, it was kind of a tough sell to some of those folks. <laughs> and before we came on to this conversation, I did put it out to the community if they had any questions, because how often do you get to speak to a plant-based physician who's willing to sit and entertain all your questions? I'm going to take full advantage of it. So we had yeah. a few questions from, from the community, so I'm going to read them right now. So yeah, you, you touched on it um, briefly, but where are you based out of and do you do telehealth? I think you answered both of those questions, but for the sake of their question. And that came from Sandra Cotto, who is a huge supporter of SoFlo Vegan. So thank you, Sandra, for your question. All right, Sandra. Yeah. So a lot of people are asking me, where are you located? Because you know, we still have this mindset about, you know, wanting to have this, have a, a provider in person. And I can, I can totally understand that, you know, but uh, I'm licensed in Florida and I'm hundred percent telehealth. That's my goal is to be hundred percent telehealth. So I don't have to open up a practice and I can see patients in the comfort of their own home. Uh, and, and, uh, and there's no commuting and uh, everything is online. I guess what this really gets to is what are the limitations of seeing someone who's hundred percent telemedicine? You know, because that uh, certainly that, that's a limitation uh, because, yeah, I can't listen to somebody's heart and check for, you know, uh, arrhythmias and, and palpitate, you know, listen to their heart for murmurs and stuff. So um, and another tough one is ears. Like I can't look inside your ears. You can actually do kind of a pretty decent uh, oral exam just by, you know, kind of going up to the mic, I mean, to the uh, to the camera uh, and uh Honestly, what, what you find is that why do you go to your primary care doctor mostly? A lot of times, you, you know, you're there for a checkup for, for like uh, preventative meds, preventative labs, you know, uh, mammograms, referrals for colonoscopies and stuff like this. And, and a lot of times a doctor is sitting on the computer typing stuff in and the human touch is getting less and less. And we're mostly, you know, I, I know that's a sort of, a, it sounds sad, but most of the stuff that you need a primary care doctor for managing uh, the information, medical information from a variety of specialists, trying to point you in the right direction and educate you what would be the best thing to do and uh, doing lab workups. Most of that is, is totally doable online. When you have an urgent care need, you know, like your ear is, is driving you crazy or uh, you think you have pneumonia or something. And if I don't think I can manage it, I would I would basically like cancel the charge of the visit and recommend that you be seen like at an urgent care. But there's lots of places like a CVS Minute Clinic uh, and different urgent care facilities that are just set up directly for that kind of thing. And uh, and so I, I find that it, it shouldn't be a major a major problem. I will say one thing: there is a new device coming out, or they already have it out. It's called the Taito Care device. And people can Google this. Uh, in November, I will be starting the Taito Care uh, partnership, where people can buy this device if they really want to. Uh, I, I will I will be able to have coupons uh, since I'll be a preferred provider through Taito. You get a coupons. You can buy this Taito Care device that has a uh, uh, an otoscope and it has a stethoscope and it records right to the device and sends it to the doctor, so I could actually listen to your heart and actually look at your ears. 
if you have a family, you have uh, uh, small children who get ear infections and stuff, you can do that without ever having to leave your home. The, the, the device is anywhere from 250 to $300 at this time, but hopefully it'll come down in the future. Wow, that's I had no idea about that. I was actually thinking about when you were talking about some of the limitations, if Apple has anything, but it looks like there is a company, which I'm pretty sure Apple's MO is, they let you you work out the do all the research and development for <laughs> years, and then when it gets just right, they come out with their version of it. But um, but ultimately, just like in the plant based space with some of the the meats that are out there, you know, you you may have your feelings about it, but the at the end of the day, it's making people take care of their health in a way that aligns with where they are. And especially, so I think that you're ahead of the curve right now uh, with a lot of people, especially the fact that you're focusing on preventative medicine. Our preventative, what is, how would you say preventative? Yeah, preventative care? medicine, preventative care, you know, lifestyle medicine. So with that being said, let's go to another question. We do have another question here. Any advice for vegans with Hashimoto's? And this came from Ileana Moore. Hashimoto's is, uh, is uh, an autoimmune disease related to the thyroid where you'll have autoimmune, autoimmune um, antibodies that will uh, be developed that attack your thyroid. And uh, sometimes they'll have, uh, you'll have elevated thyroid because uh, it, the thyroid will be activated and sometimes uh, it will burn out and then you'll be low. And so it does cause, it, it is something that you should pay close attention to. You should be uh, testing it, uh, testing the thyroid. And if you're low, you need to be, be treated. And if you have, if it's, if it's really high, there's, there's medicine you could take to lower it as well. But in terms of the uh, lifestyle management advice, in general, uh, it's not it's not 100%, but autoimmune diseases tend to improve uh, and they cool down when you are on a uh, routinely eating a plant-based and high-fiber diet that's low in oil, low in, uh, you know, like deli meats and, um, and uh, charred, uh, char, you know, barbecue and so high uh high protein foods and eggs and stuff like that low oil low saturated fat if you're eating a diet like this you're getting very low inflammation of the gut which can sort of flare these things up fan the flames of these autoimmune uh illnesses especially the hashimoto's so my my advice is that get yourself on a whole food plant-based diet a low oil or no oil plant-based diet if possible um and, and, and have it monitored. The biggest thing that's annoying about thyroid health is once your thyroid, you're having a low thyroid, having to take oral thyroid medications, people tend to take it for the rest of, of, of their lives. And um, a lot of times there, there's no consideration about coming off. But if you if you can get the inflammation real low, uh, and there there is hope that it's potentially it could get off. It, it's, it's not always, but uh, you want to put your best foot forward, so to speak. So just so I so I understand for autoimmune diseases, one of the best things someone from a vegan a vegan can do or someone can do is to is to adopt a plant based a whole food plant based lifestyle that uses minimal oils. 
one of the problems uh, with having high saturated fat and high, high fat diet is um, sometimes those fats can carry through uh, um, toxins through the gut, especially when your gut is inflamed or irritated. Uh, it's just another, it's just another sort of the uh, bad components uh, uh, of the diet. Rich diets, rich in saturated fat and, and oils uh, tend to be unhealthy and, and, and relatively uh, inflammatory. So it's just one of the components. Um, uh, if the, the idea with the autoimmune is that you, you know you've got the antibodies. So it's just trying to decrease, stop trying to fan the flames of the fire. And, and you want to do that by going on the whole food plant-based diet. What you want to try to avoid is a lot of meat and cheese substitutes. The problem with, that we have right now is that these are good sort of gateways into the plant-based diet, you know, because there's less hardship, less like when you switch over to a plant-based diet, now you can eat an impossible burger and you can have, you know, fake cheese and stuff and you can, you know, not skip a beat. But the problem is that they, those things are not like the healthiest type foods. They're healthier if you compare it directly to a hamburger, but high in fat, high in salt and stuff like that, uh, it, it, it still could be potentially inflammatory. I've been, I hear about all the vitamins that you should be taking and the supplements are, you know, things you have to make sure you, iodine is one of the things I hear come up. I just went vegan. You know, I'm a person who just went vegan. What should I have? What supplements? And let's say I'm not just getting it from the food and I want to supplement. What would you recommend that I pick up? I have in my in my cupboard. This is a big question. Everybody wants to know. Um, and of course, you know me, I don't have just a short answer. I'm going to get, I'm going to give you the short answer and then I'm gonna give you the long answer. Okay. So, uh, you should definitely have B12. Definitely have B12. You don't get B12 with a plant-based diet. And so, um, because you have a certain amount of stores of B12, a lot of times, you know, there's no problems when you first come off. And so then you start to feel invincible that you don't need B12. But what's happening behind the scenes is some inflammatory markers, something called homocysteine is rising. And it puts some vegans who don't supplement with, uh, with B12 at risk for strokes at almost at, 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 at a, a, a tiny increased level than their uh, uh, meat-eating counterparts as they get older. So in order to lower your homocysteine level, you need to be taking supplementing B12. So it's 500 micrograms daily or 25 microgram, 2,500 micrograms weekly. So uh, that's, that's something. Vitamin D, everybody, we're all indoors and you know we all have roof over our head nowadays, most of us, and we're uh, not getting the vitamin D that we should. It's when tested, most of us are, uh, have deficiencies of vitamin D. So 2,000 international units of vitamin D uh, daily. Yes. Uh, now, the, the next one is uh, the omega-3 fatty acids. You're going to want to get a DHA. DHA uh, is you're going to want to get 250 milligrams of algae forms, DHA, which is omega-3, a preformed long-chain omega-3. Uh, and so that is for brain health and uh, also cardiac health as well. And so th those, are, those are the three. In terms of multivitamins and other things, and, you know, there's lots of popular vitamin du jour, you know, like uh, it, the problem is there's so many vitamins out there and there's so many supplement companies that want to sell you supplements. 
that it can be a, 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 a hole that you go down and it can be expensive. And then supplement companies may not be regulated uh, and, and you may have problems with this. So uh, I don't recommend taking supplements. I recommend getting all your vitamins that you can from your food. The ones that I mentioned here are kind of can be difficult. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, B12, you can get it from nutritional yeast, but it's in a small amount. And you just want to, you just don't want to fool with that. You just want to make sure you have enough. Uh, and I think there may be small amounts of vitamin D and stuff in, uh, in, in mushrooms and other things, but not, nothing like the two, 2000 units that you need because you should get it from the sun. Um, and then the omega threes, you're, I, I don't recommend getting it from, you know, fish and stuff like that. I recommend getting it from the, uh, you, oh, omega threes. You can get omega threes from flaxseed, but the key with flaxseed is you need to have it ground. You can have it ground. And the problem is with that, it comes in, um, omega threes and your body has to elongate it. It has to do a chemical conversion. And that is the part that that's difficult. So I do recommend getting the preformed DHA. 250 milligrams of algae, algae based. So we're going to wrap up and this is going to be the last question um, for you. What would you, what would you recommend or what would be your like closing remark to anyone that's out there that is watching this? Maybe they're dabbling in the plant-based lifestyle, you know, 80, 20 or whatever the ratio is. And what would you tell them to get them over that hump to just fully adopt the plant-based lifestyle? Oh man, I, I can tackle this in many ways. Uh, uh, for the, for the vegan curious, for the vegan curious, you're thinking about it. What you need to do is watch yourself. One of those movies, you need to watch forks over knives. Um, that is from 2011, 2019. We've got game changers. That's the, the latest, uh, big movie. Uh, and so, Game Changers is, it is a little bit geared towards men, I will say, but it does have uh, some female elite athletes that it goes over. So um, Game Changers is a, is a good one. You need to get yourself in a little bit way kind of brainwashed because going through such a, a big dietary change is, uh, it can be tough, it can be tough. So uh, make it your own decision, make it your own. You have to think, you know, what are your reasons for health? Is it because you want to be an able-bodied parent, a healthy and able-bodied parent that lives a long life and can, uh, you know, help help your children. Uh, is it because you, you know, you want to stay looking young and healthy? I mean, for you know, appearance-wise, is it is it because you want to um, the climate, the climate and the environment? Livestock production is very uh, intensive in terms of water and. Uh, you know, greenhouse gases, and and it's one of the major components of our pollution. So there, there's lots of reasons. There's there's numerous reasons. It's got to be, though, for you. But I, I will say that sometimes people will think to themselves in a way like feeling claustrophobic. Like, what do you mean I'm never going to have meatloaf again or grandma's special something or, you know, something traditional where that really brings it back and, and, and you feel like it's a, a part of you and part of your culture? I really say you don't have to you don't have to give everything up. I do, of course, recommend people going at least ninety percent vegan. If you can go, if you can have less than ten percent of your calories from animal sources, that you can usually get away from a lot of the uh, of the, of the bad side effects of the of, of the meat and and dairy. 
uh, just due to the fact that so much fiber sort of crowds out the bad bacteria, uh, the, the bacteria that eats the fiber sort of crowds out the, the uh, protein putrefying bacteria. So if you can mostly feed them fiber, you can still sort of dabble every now and then. Uh, but if you want the best and quickest results, if you have a medical problem, you want to cure your diabetes, you've got, um, you've got blood pressure, then you want to go all the way because you'll see the most results from the most drastic change. So there's lots of ways to approach it. And remind everybody again where they can find you and get more information and get in contact. All right. All right. So if a patient is interested in going to veganprimarycare.com, just go click on the, the site, go to the portal and uh, create an account and get a new appointment. And I look forward to meeting you. If you want to just come in for a consult, that's fine too. I look forward to your good health and I'll see you on the portal. Spotlight commencing in five, four, three, two, one. My name is Evan Lutz. I'm the CEO and founder of Hungry Harvest and I'm with SoFlow Vegans. Hungry Harvest is really keen on creating a more inclusive food system. We believe in healthy eating. We believe in fresh fruits and vegetables and the power of eating things that are really good for your body. And we believe that the 20 billion pounds of produce that are going to waste every single year in the United States is wrong, as well as you know, the, the 49 million Americans that are food insecure. We believe there's a way to, to help a lot of those folks. And so by signing up for Hungry Harvest, you really are making a dent in helping reduce food waste for every box we deliver to you. You're getting a lot of produce that otherwise would go to waste that's perfectly fresh and you can customize what you like. Um, you can you know, refer your friends for to get credit for them and for you. And you can also help um, help us you know, contribute to donations that we're making on behalf of you to various organizations throughout the cities that we're in, including Lotus Women's Shelter. We want to thank Dr. Scott Harrington once again from veganprimarycare.com for joining us on the SoFlow Vegans podcast. We look forward to collaborating with him in the future for this podcast. So be on the lookout to see what we're able to cook up. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Hungry Harvest, for supporting the SoFlow Vegans podcast and for providing a service that is not only providing nutrition and, and, and delicious produce to the community, but they're also giving back, which is amazing as well. So make sure to go to hungryharvest.net and use code SOFLOW to receive 50% off your first order. So be sure to go to soflowvegans.com to see all there is to see about our organization, but specifically soflowvegans.com slash podcast to learn more about this show. And we look forward to seeing you next week when a new episode drops. So we'll see you guys next time.